Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Billy West Live. Uh, it's a great pleasure to welcome the mayor of Natchitoches uh, to the show, Ronnie Williams. Ronnie, um, it's great to see you. Uh, it's the holiday season, so uh, happy late Thanksgiving, but uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and your family coming up. Billy, I'm glad that you're, you're here with me today, and um, not only happy Thanksgiving to you, but also to uh, all of our Natchitoches residents, and we are really excited about this Christmas season, I think, has gotten off to a wonderful start, and I think it's just going to continue to be strong. So, uh, happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas to everybody. Absolutely. With the Christmas festival coming up, big weekend coming up this coming weekend in Natchitoches, and uh, we'll be welcoming thousands and thousands of people. And, Ronnie, when you ran for office uh, four or five years ago, we talked about how important tourism is to the city of Natchitoches. Talk a little bit about what kind of a priority tourism is for you and your administration. Yes, and, and I'll say, and that's where I kind of wanted to uh, generally start, at least saying that uh, it was really just about three years ago uh, when I became mayor. It was August um, uh, 25th, 2020. So that time has really flown by quickly. Um, and, and I'll get to your question, Billy, but I, I want to say I think that we've had um, a remarkable success in just over three years. Um, when you think about, um, you know, the grant uh, funding that we brought into the city, uh, nearly $30 million in grant. These are state and federal grants. Some of these were existing programs, but some of these were brought about really, um, you know, during 2020, some kind of way related to COVID. So, um, we, we brought a lot of money in and some of those projects have already started to be uh, put to use. For instance, the HVAC at MLK, and we're going to get started with a new HVAC system at the event center. Uh, we've got uh, the $5 million for water treatment. Uh, and what's really cool about that, Billy, is that um, that's a 16, almost $17 million project. And so when we've got, when we got the $5 million grant, that I will say that many Louisiana cities did not get. It was highly, highly competitive, but we worked very hard. We had a great engineering team, mm -hmm. great grants writers here on the local level. So we're getting a 16, nearly $17 million project for uh, less than $12 million because we've got that, um, that grant from the state. So uh, those are huge savings to the city. Um, very uh, great savings to the taxpayers, and we're really proud of that. But uh, we're also proud about our youth development that we've been able to focus on. The Boys and Girls Club was uh, non-existent for a couple years. Mm -hmm. We came in, and we made that a priority, and there were others who really worked really well with us. Um, I can name some folks, but Van Erickson pops to mind. Uh, he was great in kind of getting people to uh, uh, corporations and others to contribute to Bars and Girls Club. They're doing great work with, with Coach D over there. Right. Big Brothers, Big Sisters is a mentorship program. Uh, they're starting. I'm seeing some uh, what they call matches. They're matching the mentor with the mentee. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be very critical for uh, some of our youth. We brought back the Mayor's Youth Council that was started under Mayor Joe Sampate. In fact, applications are out, are out now. So we want to make sure that uh, students who are uh, 11th to 12th grade, whether you're at Lakeview, Nagata Central, St. Mary's, uh, LSMSA, um, uh, Coach uh, Benjamin School, the Career Center over there, we want to make sure you apply uh, for the Marriage Youth Council. And we had a summer youth 
um, jobs right. program that's been really good as well. Now, I also want to say another thing because I do want to get to the question you started off with. Um, crime was something that I came in on and we uh, certainly uh, campaigned on uh, trying to reduce crime. And, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, people, whatever crime it may be, whether it's property crime, whether it's uh, the violent crime, uh, certainly we don't want ind individuals to do it. I know NPD don't. They're very aggressive. They want a safer Natchitoches. I can say that when we look at year-over-year -year stats, and I looked at them recently, we're virtually uh, going in the right direction in every area of crime. Even when you look at vehicular thefts, when you look at shots fired, now that's a, a critical one because if people are uh, firing shots, <clears throat> um, uh, if they're not doing that as much, I mean, of course, that's a really, really good, really good stat for us to follow and keep up with. So year over year, we've been seeing in these major categories of crime for the city of Natchitoches, They've been going dramatically down. And what's been really good, and I want to applaud MPD leadership, particularly our detectives, mm -hmm. because when you look at the last five uh, murders, not including Ronnie Caldwell, they're working hard on that one. I believe they're going to get the, the person responsible for Ronnie Caldwell Jr. But when you go back and you think about, um, uh, excuse me, it was in Carter's Trailer Park, a young man they called Bird. His, uh, those folks are arrested. Yeah, but Ronnie, it, 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 let me ask you this, because I'm not sure the public's perception is the same as how you just described it, that crime is down and, and that's getting better. So is, that, that may be a message that I want to give you another opportunity right now to, to expound on, because I don't, I don't think that's necessarily the public's perception is that crime is better than it was three years ago in, in the city of Natchitoches. Maybe, and I'm giving you the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. So the stats, we can provide the stats. But yeah, when you look at these different areas, like I just mentioned, uh, uh, theft, uh, you know, we're seeing a decrease. And I get it. it. It doesn't catch on to the public. The public looks at the here and now. They see something on the news. Like I remember the um, mm -hmm. four wheeler was taken on St. Clair. Uh, my father had his four-wheeler taken, stolen as well. And I think what we, not, not I think, I, I know what we have to do. And I know people, we, we go back to the day and we say we used to be able to leave the door unlocked and all of that. I, and I kind of remember those days myself. But uh, stats are going in the right direction. And I get it. People see a post and, you know, they think it's the, it's the worst ever. But we're looking at these, these stats all the time. And we do see well, some look. positive things happening. And one thing I wanted to say, Billy, sure. that's really important is I was applauding the detectives. What they have to be able to do, because I know, I know people understand that detectives, people, they don't know when something is going to happen. Nobody knows. That was a movie by Tom Cruise, Minority Report. And it, they, it, in that movie, they could predict who was going to commit a crime. Yeah. We don't have the, that. That's not in reality. We don't have that. But what you need your detectives to do is to solve those cases that are out there, especially those murders. And they've been doing it. When you talk about Lloyd Brown Jr., you talk about Joshua Chisholm, Ladarian Raymond. That we have people in jail right now, Michael Porter Jr. We have folks in jail right now. Uh, who have been accused and the evidence leads to them being involved in those respective murders. And even the other ones that happened, we're never going to forget. So I think it's very positive when we are closing those cases. And our clearance rate right now is really, really high. And again, that's a kudos to those detectives of, of MBD. And where the sheriff's office, you know, there are some cases in which they help. Um, they've helped 
with some breakthroughs in the Ronnie Caldwell Jr. Okay, so we appreciate the partnership with the sheriff's office as well. Well, it's a big, it's a big issue. It was a big issue in the sheriff's race this fall. Uh, it'll be a big issue in the mayor's race coming up. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate giving you the opportunity to talk about it. And I think it's certainly statistics. something we come back and yeah. and talk about. But we can we can show those stats, and uh, we just want to continue to head in this direction of things uh, declining and decreasing for us. And there are some steps we've, we've taken. You mentioned tourism earlier. Um, you know, yeah, I want to get your thoughts on that because it's Christmas season. It's big time for now. Tourism is really, really important. I think we've been strong in tourism for years. My, my, my thought has been, look, um, I know what I know and I know what I don't know. And so I lean very heavily on those folks who work in the tourism uh, industry. And we've supported tourism. One way that we've done it, uh, we've got something on the agenda tonight, um, dealing with parking lot security. It's sad that we have to do that, but we want to make sure our residents who are parking to come downtown, those visitors who are coming from out of town to park downtown, that in those public parking lots that they're safe. And I saw um, the weekend, obviously, I know they did it this past weekend as well, just going around looking at the parking lots, trying to be as preventative as possible. And again, it's a sad thing that we have to do that, but that is something we have to do. Another thing you say about juveniles, it is a it is a it is a matter, it's a situation. Nationwide, I think people are seeing criminal activity tick up among juveniles. And I think those folks who are criminally savvy, they have their reasons for doing it. It's it, it's not a good thing in my opinion. But the fact is is that when you look at particularly one of the cases that I mentioned earlier, we have juveniles arrested. I think we have about three juveniles arrested on that case. And it's a great expense to the city. It used to be something that the parish government by statute provided. The statute was amended. Now we have to provide those costs. It's $310 a day to house them at where. But I will say MPD has gotten very uh, smart about reaching out to some others as well. And uh, we get a lower cost from some other facilities. And so that's a whole nother podcast we'd have to do about the where facility and the fact that we only have two beds for Natchitoches Parish. And there's no room to put these violent juveniles. I mean, some of these juveniles need to be incarcerated. But we don't have room for them, so that's a whole nother story that we need to the coordination between the city and the parish about where we can house these very violent juveniles pre-conviction. It's a it's a real challenge. Well, I was um, what our leadership at, at MPD has done, and um, they brought it to me again. They found other um, juvenile facilities. Uh, that's one in Natchez, Mississippi. That even though you say you got to drive, the cost is it still makes sense because it's one hundred and seventy five dollars a day and not three ten. And then you've got uh, another facility that's just opening. We're going to be it's in the state of Louisiana. And so we're going to get a partnership with them and have them there. So they've been great about finding places for juveniles to go. We are locking them up, right. uh, especially if it's something very, very serious uh, like murder. And we have, you know, uh, had to arrest some some parents for um, just repeat offense by their juvenile. I mean, that that's happened. I think everybody has seen it happen. So I think what we have to see as well, what's going to happen with the new governor administration, because there are just some things at the local level. We're, we're we're spinning our wheels if we don't get any changes at the state and even at the federal level no because there are some things that have to happen that we can't locally change that we have to you know um, adhere to the state and federal law so we do need some changes on the state level and federal level and I'm eager to see what uh, Governor Elect Landry is going to do he's going to have a special session well, eager to see what's going to come from it, that it'll be interesting to see a lot of things in the United States over the next year eighteen months of where where leadership goes not only in Louisiana but in the country but. The, the challenge, Ronnie, uh, in Natchitoches, you, 
you and I spoke this morning. You're running for re-election. want to give you an opportunity to announce that you're running for re-election. And then just tell our citizens and the, and the listeners to the podcast, when is the election and when is qualifying and those very basic things. Yeah, Billy. And I, I do want to announce I, that I am uh, running for re-election. And this next mayoral election is going to be held on uh, March 23rd. That's a Saturday. And um, uh, qualifying is December 13th, 1450, yeah. if memory serves me so correctly. So just a couple of weeks. So in just a couple of weeks. I know there'll be some others who will uh, undoubtedly put their name out there. But I think we've got a strong case. We're going to make the case and show people the stats that crime is actually on uh, the decline in some of the things we've done, which includes paying our officers. When I came into office... Under the, you know, what I got handed from the previous administration is a $13 an hour uh, police uh, force, uh, $8 an hour fire uh, uh, force. So those were real challenges. And again, that wasn't that long ago. So we've had to increase our wages or we were going to keep on losing them. Right. We were bleed. We were losing them left and li- left and right. I think it's stabilized somewhat now uh, since we've done that increase. And um, I-, I will say, because we see something in the news on the, on the journal today about um, the utility rate increases and the electricity um, bills and things of that nature. Um, I'll say, you know, anything we, um, you know, being in government, being in leadership, you have to make uh, tough decisions very early on in my administration, we had an electric rate study, water rate study done. We even had a pay scale study. So we didn't just do this on a whim. But what happened uh, from the electric rate study, because I was really stunned from the information from that. Literally, and I can provide, the, I can provide that study and, and, and what came from it. But it said that uh, if we didn't make adjustments, the city of Natchitoches would be out of reserves in two years. If we didn't make any adjustments and while you want to keep water rates, sewer rates, electricity rates the same for all time, we have to realize that as everybody has seen uh, costs increase eight, nine, 10 percent in some for some city products, we've seen costs increase 20, 30 percent. Sure. When you talk about utility poles, right. transformers, uh, the chlorine for your water, we can't just give you water from Sibley, Sibley Lake, run it through the system and get put it to your house. Right. But um, we've seen these increased costs. And what happens when your costs increase and you don't do any t- adjustments to your revenue side of it, if your revenue stays the same? your city becomes bankrupt. And we were going to be the next, based on prior administrations, we were going to be the next city to be bankrupt if we did not do any adjustments. So it's not something you want to do, but I had to make the choice, Billy. I had to make, and the choice was this. Do I choose my own political um, well-being? Because the politically safe thing would have, to do would have been to don't do any adjustments at all. Mm-hmm. Now, the adjustments were relatively mild when you consider what I know other cities are charging for water, sewer, and electricity. But if we didn't do anything in two or three years, you run out of reserves, and nobody wants that for the city of Natchitoches. So uh, I know there are going to be people who are going to say things uh, about that, but what we were trying to do is prevent the bankruptcy of our city. Uh, it, it's what businesses do. The city of Natchitoches is a business. And what I think people have to look at, Billy, is not that we did it because everybody adjusted their, their, their revenue. The cost of a Whopper is not the same. The cost of a Big Mac is not the same. <laughs> I looked at it in 1967, a Big Mac, and I might be getting the numbers, but I think a Big Mac was 65 cents right. in 1967. Go to McDonald's today, 
and hand somebody 65 cents and say you want a Big Mac, you will not get it. Might and get I don't it. think you can get anything. You might get a straw. It, yeah, you <laughs> might get a straw. You won't get anything because they had to adjust their rates for inflation. If they don't do it, they sure. run out of business. So if we don't do right. that, we are we 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 can't we, we run out of business. Well, Ronnie, we'll we, have we're you we'll have you back to talk about a lot of these issues in detail as the election gets closer and when qualifying ends, because those are issues that uh, are, are always going to be. That's like most citizens, most taxpayers. Everybody wants all the services and nobody wants to pay for them, or you want to pay as little as you have to. So those are challenges for any elected official anywhere that you have to. But it's been great to have you. Uh, on uh, on Billy West Live. Mayor Ronnie Williams has been our guest, and we'll have you back on soon. When qualifying ends, we'll have you back on. We'll talk in more detail about these issues. I'm sure there's issues that'll come up, but Ronnie, as always, you're always gracious with your time, and I appreciate you joining me on Billy West Live. Well, Billy, and I thank you for having me today. I would just ask the residents for uh, to know the facts and consider uh, voting for Ronnie Williams Jr. for uh, another term. We've got great momentum uh, started. There have been many business starts, great wins and grants. Crime is on the decline. Uh, we kept the city from bankruptcy, and um, you know, I just ask that everybody would really consider voting for us. Thank you. Ronnie. Ronnie Williams has been our guest on Billy West Live. Thank you, Mayor.